punters, and welcome to Winning Post Preview Podcast for the weekend of Saturday, August 7. I am John Barker of Winning Post, and joining me as usual, Dynamite Dan Nuttall, Joel Marshall, back next week. But Dan, first Saturday of the new season, first black type. Uh, we got the Missile and the Rosebud in Sydney, the Ori's Star in Melbourne, and that uh, Rosebud uh, is looking like a fairly cracking race for this early in the season. Absolutely, Barks. Um, we've got a couple of smart horses resuming there up the top of the page, and um, like Remark's got a, quite a bit of a wrap on it, this Schnitzel Coulter, a half to um, Esther Jubb. Um, uh, yeah, he's he's been trialling up well, and his debut win was was quite glittering. But there's plenty of <clears throat> plenty of strong rivals in the field, and yeah, the two Sydney uh, stakes races, I think the black type races are, are really competitive. Both relatively small fields, but um, plenty of class about. And the Ori Star in Flemington, a big field and very competitive. I think, with the exception of maybe two horses, you can make a case for all of them. So, uh, cracking day of uh, black type racing. Although there's only three races to start the new racing season. Yes, indeed. Well, we will start in Sydney where uh, there are the two black type races. Uh, The Rosebud, of course, usually run at Rose Hill, as the name suggests. Um, But uh, Rose Hill, obviously, in one of the problem LGAs in Sydney. So uh, all city racing at Randwick for the time being. Next week's week's meeting, which was to be at Randwick, is now at Kembla. Um, But race seven is the first of the black type races. And it is the Heineken Missile Stakes, 1,200 metres, Group 2, set weights and penalties. And as you mentioned, not a big field, only eight acceptors, one of which is an early scratching. So there's only seven left in it. Uh, only uh, You'll only get your place dividend for first and second. It's probably not the um, most high-quality uh, missile that's ever been run. Uh, and... You've spoken to uh, Michael Costa this week, who's uh, got one who's down from Queensland and needs to step up, obviously, but uh, probably gets a good opportunity to do so. That's right. I think he can here. Uh, Fobata, got him on top. Yeah, you're right. It's not the, the strongest missile stakes, but it's a really high-quality field, and all seven runners, um, after the scratching, it, they all have uh, good winning hopes, and it wouldn't shock me to see any of them win. Um, with Fobata, though, I think he... Gets a good opportunity to some add some uh, a black type win to his CV. He was brilliant in the Ramorni last start. That was a pretty handy race. He contested second up. He sort of a little bit slow away. Not 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 usually um, like that. Um, Michael was saying his trainer during the week, but had to sort of <clears throat> track out wide and was caught wide for most of the race. And he still had the uh, still had the plenty of uh, it was a really brave run to sort of keep keep on as he did and was only grabbed late by Southern Lad. He sort of had the gun run in behind him and peeled off his back late. So those two cleared away from the rest. I think third up, drawn a barrier two this time around. He's a pretty versatile horse. He's he's settled sort of uh, midfield in these two runs, this preparation, but he has he can go forward and settle handy. So depending on how he jumps, I think he can settle up in the um, so up on the speed and with a good ride from Tommy Berry, can certainly be in this for a long way, Fobita. So he's on top for me. Seven for Seeker and next 
Um, she's a man's got an excellent first up record. She's on the Group 2 Sapphire first up last time in at this track. Um, and the recent trial was pretty promising. So she'll have plenty of fans, no doubt. For Sika, she's my second pick. Viradine, going well. This preparation without winning is two runs at Caulfield. And the Monash and the Bletchingley have been pretty good considering how far back he's been. Those races haven't really been run to suit the, the back markers. And he's picked up nice ground in both of those Um He'll be within striking distance on the turn this time around. They got this classy colding, the three-time Group One winner, in for fourth, five, seven, two, and one. All right, race eight is the Fujitsu General Rosebud, eleven hundred meters, uh, quality handicap for three-year-olds. Obviously, uh, the first of the trio of Golden Rose, the Golden Rose series. We've got the Run to the Rose next, and then the Golden Rose itself, the big. Uh, Seven-figure Group 1, as I've written in the publications this week. Uh, this Rosebud did not have a great strike rate of uh, being a preparation for the Golden Rose. In fact, no horse had ever run in it and gone on to win the Golden Rose. Uh, a few had won the Rosebud and then gone to place in the Golden Rose, but that all changed last year with Ole Kirk, who ran second in this race and then went on to win the Golden Rose. And... There are a few here in this ten race field uh, that you'd give that you'd give a chance to uh, to train on and uh, be be a, one of the really good three year olds this spring. The other point that I uh, my other fun fact about the Rosebud, uh, it's gone back. It goes back to two thousand and six, and only ever once been won by a filly. And in that way, it's pretty similar to the Golden Rose itself, which of course has never been won by a filly. In spring, Forensics won it in the autumn of 2008 when it was uh, put off by the equine influenza in the, the spring of 2007. So, anyway, quite a few good ones here. Daniel, uh, what are your feelings on the Rosebud? Yeah, you're right. Plenty of good, uh, good ones in this field. Remark is currently the, it's the, um, the shortest horse in the field for the Golden Rose at, at 15 to 1 in the market. It's a, it's a very strong crop of three-year-olds uh, this season and um, I think he can make a winning return, this Snitzel Colt. Um, he had a big rap on him prior to his debut run last preparation after a, some blistering trials and he justified that sort of uh, hype, I guess, on debut, winning as a short favourite and did it pretty easy there at Rose Hill. Then went to the Todman second up and was caught wide there in a strong field um, two lengths off Animo um, but the run was pretty solid. Went went for a spell, and his recent recent trial win on the on, on July thirtieth was was really good. Showed off an excellent turn of foot, as we know he, he possesses. And um, off that, I'm willing to put. I'm happy to put him on top here. So race eight, number three. I got Remark on top. Pulele in next. He was another one who's trialed really well. Um, sat wide in that trial, but finished off. Um, finished up really really nicely. I thought is. First up form was solid. He, he won on Taboo pretty easy. He had a pretty handy one in direct at Mooney Valley. And then his last, most recent one, he didn't have much luck in the Silver Slipper, two lengths behind Home Affairs. Um, his win in the kindergarten at the end of last preparation was excellent, um, sitting handy and relishing the drop back and drop back to a sprint trip. So, um, again, over 1,100 metres here, off a nice trial, he can certainly figure. Marzu, Maurice Colt um, has only had the two runs, but there's uh, already got a stakes placing to his name behind Shakira. Didn't have much luck on that day either. Recent trials were handy. Those are the main three for me. Um, I think Chill, the 10, uh, still a maid in this filly and is well over, uh, I think well over the odds. It's sort of 60 to 1, 70 to 1, but her recent trial was nice. 
It was really good along the fence um, under very little pressure. It's in a 53 kilos here. I think maybe what might be one over the odds and worth throwing into the wider exotics. 3-1-2-10 in the Rosebud for me, Bucks. All right, your specials at Ramwick. Daniel, come up earlier in the program, leading off uh, with race four. Uh, interesting name, this Love Planet, because uh, that was the debut album of the great Melbourne pub band of the 80s and 90s, uh, Painters and Doggers. Their, their debut album was called Love Planet. I don't think it's named after that because uh, the, dam, the dam is Venus's dream, so that sort of probably makes more sense. Uh, but anyway, tell us why Love Planet is your best on the program. Yeah, we've covered some pretty handy horses in those um, stakes races later in the program, but I think Love Planet definitely has the ability to be pretty good himself um, going forward. I think he's got some good races in store. He's a three. He's now won three or four races. He's first up win at Sandown. Look, he had a, a lovely run off the speed, but he did it pretty well then in benchmark 70 first up. Um, he's only got to improve rising in trip here. He's, Second up run last time he was over this 1,500-metre journey and he bolted in the Yarra Valley Maiden. Could have won by much more, won by six. Um, I think he's just a very progressive force and gets the right jockey aboard. And James McDonald here, I think he'll be hard to beat um, in this. It's all worth worth noting. He's also trialled between runs. Him and Re-Edit um, trialled quite nicely together, finishing first, second in a, a recent Rose Hill trial. So um, love Planet on top for me. He's the best bet of the day. Race four, number nine. The value comes up in the very next race. Savvy Crown, the 10, already seen a little bit of support um, throughout the week. I think it started as much as $16 into $858 now. His last start run in the midway was very good. He warmed up late, but when he did, his uh, last 200 metres was one of the best of the race. Only the winner had a, a quicker last 200 metres. Um, he's rising to 1,800 metres now, which is a distance he's already run over and won before. Knows the line is this bloke wanting four of 12. And I think from barrier six drawn to do no work. So Savvy Crown rising 1,800 metres looks a good each way bet in race five, number 10. All right. Flemington, as we mentioned, is the venue for Melbourne racing on Saturday. The first stakes race in Melbourne the new season, as usual, is the Orange Star Handicap. That's race eight. Uh, this Race was where some of the uh, Cox Plate and Cups horses, German uh, science, changed uh, a bit since then. We're not necessarily seeing too many uh, of those horses this early in the season these days. Um, but it's still a uh, it's still a highly competitive uh, field and a bigger field than those uh, black type races in Sydney. Although there's probably a few here that you could knock out, notably the. Uh, Victoria Derby winner, Johnny Get Angry, who's uh, having his first start since then. Be pretty surprised if he uh, just popped up out of the ground and uh, won this race. What are your thoughts on the uh, on the Orish star, Daniel? Yeah, as I said in the in the opening, I think Johnny gets, there's probably only two horses really here. You can um, probably say can't win us. Johnny Gets Angry, Stay resuming over a sprint trip and Irish Songs down the bottom is Probably just not going well enough at the moment. Um, with that said, I'm with one at a bit of a price in Serious Suspects. Uh, first up, the, the first up form, uh, six starts for only three minor placings. It's not the greatest, but I think his previous two first up runs have been quite good. He was uh, first up in a hot new market last preparation. And he held his own there against some very good sprinters. He was only beaten two and a half lengths. Um, 
And the, the first that run prior to that in November of last year, he was third, beaten half a length to Exhilarates, the astrologer, astrologist who's one of the favourites in this race, ran second on that day. So recent first up form isn't read, isn't read too poorly. The recent trial from Sirius Suspect, though, was um, what impressed me. It was um, he led them up and kicked clear on the turn. It was a <clears throat> it was a very nice effort. Some good horses in behind him there. We know how much he loves the Flemington Straight. Um, he clearly does his best work down here. And uh, Barry 13, drawn the right side with Damien Oliver on board. So worth an each-way play, certainly, is the 11 series suspect in the day's feature at Flemington. Water Command in next. Just had no luck last start. And the Bletching Lee was uh, bolting for a run. Just couldn't get one. Shifted to the inside and, and couldn't find one there either. Sort of went to the line untested and with plenty to give. Um, he can bounce back hard. Five, the Astrologist flying his preparation. He's won two at Flemington down the straight. And he was brave in defeat in the Bletchingly last start after sitting up on the speed. And in for fourth, I've got the three, Asar. Um, been a bridesmaid on a few occasions this, this entire, but he's always thereabouts um, and has got good first up form. 11-2-5-3. Yeah, I'm with you. I could uh, make a case for 13 of the 15. I've gone for one at a bit of value as well in regards, Marie. Resuming was certainly one of the revelations of the summer with four wins from six starts, including a first-up win, but uh, uh, hasn't won under 1,300. Uh, but also, like like you, impressed with um, the way regards Murray's been preparing, uh, like you with Serious Suspect, uh, impressive inner jump out at Flemington. Uh, the astrologist with race fitness on side, second on with you, Serious Suspect, uh, I think is a serious chance and... Bankwell have probably had chance to beat uh, his chance to beat the astrologist last time, but uh, could uh, is certainly in the mix for mine. So twelve, six, eleven, and eight, and your serious suspect was in fact your value bet, and in fact, regards Marie was mine. So uh, to our top tips now, uh, and yours is in the last. That's right, Diagula. Um... Well, some sort of win first up at Sandown Lakeside. He was first up for 18 months um, after showing quite a bit of good form early on. A bit of a setback. And, yeah, it was first up at Sandown in the midweeks, as I said, for quite some time. And he, he did it with ease there. Um, had the nice run up on the rail. But it was an impressive win. He's been given a freshen up since that win. And um, and I think drops back five kilos in, tri- in, in weight here from 59.5 to 54.5. So... He can go on with the job. The format of that Sandown race has been excellent too. King Magnus, the runner-up, won his next two. And Godelene, who was the third-place horse in that race, won his next start as well. So a good format of that race. Um, I think Diagula can make it two on the trot here and, and win the last. Race race nine, number 13, my best. Uh, my best, same as last week. Race one, number one, Dr. Drill, uh, scratched last week. Just as well suited, I think. Uh, this time, and uh, well, poss- possibly even better. Look, uh, I think uh, South Pacific's obviously a danger. I think the good fight is another danger, but I do think it is Dr. Drill's time to win. Was uh, had a fair bit of time going into that last run and uh, will benefit from that three weeks later. Can get up and win. Murray Bridge is the venue for SA um, Metro Racing on Saturday. Daniel, and uh, solid fields as they always are at that pristine track uh, east of Adelaide. Um, your 
best is in the first leg of the quaddy. Race six, number six or five. Melody, Melody yeah, Man. Race six, number five. Melody Man. He's a son of fear, aren't he? He's been uh, scratched a couple of times since the, the last start, second at Murray Bridge. It was excellent, I thought. They're closing off from the back of the field. He he's crying out for this for a longer trip. He's just fourteen hundred up to sixteen hundred here, and um, look, we'll be getting back again from the wide draw, but. Um, I think he'll be hard to hold out at this longer distance now. Third up, um, bred to appreciate it. And looks a pretty promising gelding. Um, just a six starts, five-year-old Fiorante gelding. Yeah, I think he's one one to follow and, and will be hard to beat in this. There's probably only two or three winning chances in the field, and he's certainly one of them. So my best, best, best bets, race six, number five at Murray Bridge. The value comes up in the very next race. Allegiant, the two from the Henry Dwyer stable. It's only one, one of 13, but... I think he's going really well, this preparation. He was good at this track too back um, and then went to Sandown Hillside last start and and ran on strongly in a race not many did. Um, sort of took some time to get going there, but <clears throat> liked the way he knuckled down to the last 200 metres and did well to finish as close as he did after settling last to the field of 12. So he's knocking on the door, Allegiant, and gets the right race here to, um, to, to do something, I think. Race seven, number two. Doombin, the venue for Brisbane Racing on Saturday. Your best comes up in race seven. Fairly short in a big field, but a very promising type of galloper, Daniel. That's right. So clever. I think should be unbeaten, this this five-year-old. He was first, his first and second, I win at Gold Coast and Eagle Farm. They were pretty arrogant. He led them up there, it's clear, and... Seemed to do so with a bit in reserve. And then last start at Doombin, he just sort of got into a little bit of trouble uh, approaching the turn. I was caught three wide. Had to sort of maintain that line and couldn't really get any cover. But in the straight, he he was brave and battled away and and was taking Grant off the winner, Luskin Hero, who led the race and sort of had it it run to his liking out in front. So it was a very good display. I think he can bounce back here uh, with a softer run in transit. So clever and... um, be hard to beat. There is a pretty promising one in the form of far too easy. He's won twice from as many starts, but so clever from what he's seen. I think he's got his measure. Um, it will be hard to beat. So happy to dive in at the price. So uh, in this race, race seven, number 11, my best. The value comes up in race five. Brilliant concepts. You look at his first up run at Doombin, laid a bit of a, a duck egg. He was 12th of 13. He settled last in that field and never really came on, beating 10 lengths. He since had a trial at Doombin, which caught my eye. I thought it was one of the best uh, trials of the morning. He sort of switched off at the back and then and really hit the line nicely around some good horses. He rises to a suitable distance here, 1,600 metres. He's won four races over this trip um, and gets a bit of and gets some weight relief thanks to the Lear Kilner claim. Um, so brilliant concept. Second up over a, over a much better trip with, uh, with a trial in between runs, I think can certainly improve on his first up effort. Race five, number five, my best value at Doombin. All righty, Belmont, the venue for Perth Racing on Saturday. There is a race called the Nyawini Stakes, but it is not, in fact, a stakes race. BJ Ryan's best, our man in Perth, is race five, number six, Silken Eyes. And his value bet is race nine, number nine, All Man, at around about seven bucks. Uh that takes care of the preview section of the podcast. Brings us to our best $20 bet of the weekend, Lazy Lobsters.
Yes, well, in form again, Daniel. Uh, recent strike rate, excellent. London Banker last week, a tidy little profit. Uh, I didn't get to play with Dr Drill, who was uh, scratched. So I'll go Dr Drill again. Race one, number one at Flemington. Where are you going? Back to Sydney. Uh, race four, number nine, Love Planet. A much better horse than those. And um, should, should get the job done with James McDonnell on board. So yeah, race four, nine at Randwick Bucks. All right, there you have it, listeners. Leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. It is online as we speak to you. Just go to winningpost.com.au and click on the link in the main story or it will be in your shops first thing Friday morning, $5.50 with all the form for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Fields for Monday. Plenty of great reading and all your favourite features. Joel will be back to join us next week. In the meantime... Have a great weekend, back plenty of winners, and we'll talk to you next week on the Preview Podcast.